0: Good morning, church. How's everybody doing this morning? My name is Pastor Jeremy. I'm the youth pastor here at Anastasia, and today is Youth Sunday. So we have our our teenagers that are going to be leading the service today, and um, and excited to to sing some songs to the Lord. We've got a, a whole youth team here. We're actually gonna be even having our our message today from one of our students. He's a senior in high school, Ethan Gatelman, so we're really excited about that. So why don't you stand with us and sing. We're gonna um, sing this song, Jesus Paid It All. Y'all can have a seat.
1: Good morning, church. I'm Reagan Rapero, and I'm in ninth grade. Welcome. To help connect with our members and guests, we have an easy text-based platform. If you're a first-time guest or have prayer requests, please text CONNECT to 904-441-6900. For our digital bulletin, text text NEWS to the same number, 904-441-6900. You can also stop at our welcome desk in the atrium. Now for our announcements. Mark your calendars, ladies and gentlemen, for the next congregation meeting on February 26th at 4 p.m. So, if you want to get rid of your teenager, send them to Impact Weekend. It will be a blast, a night full of incredible worship, teaching, and fun. I went last year, and I got me closer with God, and I made new friendships. To sign up, go to anastasiachurchorg impactweekend. We hope to see you there. Lastly, we have a super fun night coming up at Anastasia. Our drama ministry will be putting on a musical dinner theater on Friday, March 24th. Tickets are $25. You can get more information and book your tickets at anastasiachurch.org dinnertheater dinner theater.
2: All right, I'm gonna pray for the offering. Dear God, thank you for this church and for the faithfulness of its people. I pray that you will continue to send um, revival to America and that you will pour your spirit out among us. I pray that you will bless this offering and just multiply it for the sake of your kingdom and of your will and your glory and bless the hands that give it. In Jesus' name, amen.
3: Now a word from Lewis Fisher.
4: Well good morning church. Good morning. What an exciting weekend to be on campus or online as we celebrate our youth and the impact that our Lord Jesus has had in their lives. And to that extent, I'd like to share some information with you this morning that I believe illustrates and actually punctuates the reason and the importance of why we're going through our for generations to come faith campaign. Statistics have proven that from birth until the age of 13 years that if a child is given the opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and life-changing transformation it can have in their lives, the 80% chance that that child will become a life follower of Jesus Christ. After that, the number significantly declines. So, church, that's why we're on this journey. And as we continue this month, particularly celebrating our third year of our fruit offering... Uh, would encourage you and ask you to continue to seek God's, uh, what He's leading you to do, uh, whether to make a one-time contribution or maybe a recurring contribution. And to do that, we have a couple of ways to do that. And number one, we do have the old traditional way, which is uh, we have a For Generations to Come faith campaign envelopes that you can get out there. And then also, as uh, Reagan said, we do have our online platform. You can text the number 4 and the letter G to 904-441-6900. Um, I don't know if you've been able to see what's going on, but now if you'll just look to the screen, you'll see the progress we're making out back. God bless you, church.
3: Right. well, good morning, church. My name is Allie. If you don't know me, I am the youth associate here at Anastasia. I have Sam Kelly here and standing next to me. Um, Sam is part of our youth group and is gonna be sharing his testimony with you all this morning.
2: Hey, good morning. My name is Samuel Kelly. I have a speech problem, so I apologize if I'm a little hard to understand. I would try to speak slowly. I'm 15 years old. I've been at the church for over four years now. I did not have the best life growing up. I was put into foster care. My dad was trying to, my dad was trying to get me back, so I would visit him on the weekends. One day, I found out that my dad decided to sign over his rights as a parent. That meant he was, I was no longer his son. He was no longer going to be my dad. That hurt, a lot, that hurt a lot. That weekend, I wanted to clean my room to get rid of, of all my old things. I wanted to get rid of everything from my dad. My foster mom, he was now my mom, helped me clean my room so that we could make room for the new things I had. My mom told me that's that. My mom, when you accept Jesus into your life, your old ways are gone, and your new life begins. When I look at the pile of, pile of old things in my room, I decided I wanted a new life. He thought it, I thought. Well, Mr. Page, <laughs> I prayed on the floor of my room that day to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I wanted a new life with him. One of the first Bible stories I heard at my new home was the story of Samuel. In 1 Samuel, chapter 3, Samuel was falling asleep. And he heard a name. He heard a voice calling to him. He thought it was Eli. So he called back, who am I? He heard, he heard the voice three times. Each time it, he thought it was Eli, but it wasn't. It was God's voice he was saying. I love that so story. Samuel heard God's voice and listened to what he said. I wanted to be... Someone like Samuel, someone who heals and listens to God's voice. Before I went into foster care, my name was Zach. When I decided to follow Jesus and when I got adopted, I asked to change my name Samuel. I wanted to be someone who heals and listens to God's voice. I'm still learning to listen, and I'm pray that God would teach me to listen. Thank you for listening.
0: worth the price of a mission, huh I've been here two and a half years I had no idea that uh, you changed your name and God can do that change your name what an awesome testimony brother whoo it's like some paw- pollen in here or something that's making my allergies trigger so <clears throat> let's stand up and sing this song and tell God how much we love him and thankful for what he does in our lives
5: Jesus, I love you.
6: This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. is my story this is my song praising my savior all the day
3: A scripture reading from
7: Mason Kelly. So I will be um, reading scriptures from the book of Romans. It is called Romans Roads, Romans Road, and it is a popular way to spread the gospel. Romans three twenty three says, "For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God." Romans six twenty three says, "For the wages of sin is death." Romans six 6- uh, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, Romans 5.8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we, ser- while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, Romans 10.9, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Romans 10.13, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Romans 5.1, since, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through Jesus. Romans 8.1 says, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Amen. Amen.
3: And now we will, be have, uh, we will have a message uh, brought to us by Ethan Gatelman. This is one of our seniors in the youth group. He also plays drums. You can see him sometimes in the CLC playing drums. He also plays drums for us as well. Um, and he's just a huge blessing to have as part of our group. So without further ado, Ethan Gatelman.
8: Good morning, church. So, for those of you that don't know, I work at Chick-fil-A, the one that's over on US1. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so, last summer, while I was working at Chick-fil-A, um, this is about like three to four months into me starting my job there. Um, I saw a bunch of new faces, and I was just like, who are these 17 new people that I've never seen before that all just randomly showed up on one day? Um, and I looked at them, and on their name tags, They all, it's all said like their name and then it said like the University of Arkansas underneath. And I was just like, Arkansas, where's that? Um, Arkansas? Arkansas, no, okay. um, (laughs) So I like, I didn't know what they were there for at first. And so um, I got to know them a little bit, uh, became friends with them, became good coworkers with them all. Um, They were really great people. And then as the summer went on, I found out that they go to church and that they were down here in uh, the St. Augustine. They were really in Palm Coast. But they were down here working in St. Augustine um, with their church. And they invited me a few times to come out to their church um, to go what they called to a stomp. Um, which I don't really know what that is. But they invited me to it a few times. Um, I never got to go though. I really wanted to. Uh, and, but then skip to the la- like the last week that they were there and uh, Hagen, one of the most memorable kids from the coming down, he sat me down on our like break and everything. And like, I really asked him, I was just like, so what are you guys here for? And um, he explained to me that they were there every single morning of the summer for nine weeks, they were there. And every morning they would wake up at like 8.30, go to the beaches of Palm Coast and they would evangelize to people. And at first I didn't really know what evangelizing was. I had heard it in church before, but I didn't actually know what evangelizing was and like how to go about it and everything. Um, And so this uh, Hagen sitting down with me here really hit home for me. Um, I feel like God kind of just like placed him there right in the moment and was just like, Ethan needs to hear what this is so that he can share the story. Um, And so, now that leads me into the verse today, which is what um, was all their whole program that they were down here for was all centered about. And if you would turn with me into Romans chapter six, verse twenty-three. And so, in this book, um, Paul, formerly known as Saul, was writing a letter to the Romans. Um, he was writing he was writing letters to all the different churches that he was making throughout the Europeans or that the European area. Um, but this was one was to a church in Romans, and. Uh, he, in it, he was talking about um, the good news of God and the gospel of how Jesus uh, came to life and then died on the sins for us and then re- resurrected three days later. And um, he did a whole retelling of Genesis kind of in chapters three through 11 about how the whole world was um, trapped in sin and idolatry and, they gave, and it was giving way to destruct- destructive behavior and the destruction of our own humanity. And what stands then from that was a society that was found guilty in the eyes of God, in the eyes of a just and righteous God. Um, and the Israelites then uh, had thought that they were, since they were the God's people, um, oh, we're so, we're so cool because we have uh, the Bible, we have the Torah, we have uh, the commandments and everything that God gave us, and we go to the Sabbath, we eat, um, what was it called? Yeah, kosher, kosher, that's what it was. Yeah, they ate kosher. And so, um, <laughs> but they were even more condemned for their sins because they had access to all this because each and every one of them, not, each and every one of the Israelites and the whole world had all, been, all, had all sinned. And so God, that led God's righteous character to move his son, Jesus, down to earth to as the Messiah to die for our sins so that we could have a relationship with him. Um, and going into the second movement of Paul's letter to the Romans, he talks about how our justification of faith creates a new humanity through our faith, and that leads into the verse again. So if you read with me, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. And so going back to Hagen when he first showed me this, he broke it down as like kind of like a word by word for me, and it was broken down into like six different words or like almost phrases inside of it. And so the first word is the word wages. Now, what is a wage? I'm sure a lot of you have jobs. And for me, it was, for me it was like at first, like it's like that paycheck that I get every two weeks in the mail, or not even the mail, it's like online now, everything's online. Um, and so it's that paycheck that I get every two weeks. Um, or it's, that, uh, amount, it's the amount of money that I get paid per hour of work there. And so Hagen, when he was telling me about it, he was, like, he was, he was like giving me a bunch of like imaginative scenarios. And so he was like, imagine you, while working at Chick-fil-A, worked um, a 40 hour, like two 40-hour work weeks, because I get paid by weekly, two 40-hour work weeks, and those were like the hardest 40 hours that you ever worked. You breaded the chicken as hard as you could, you tossed the nuggets, you put them in the boxes, and you handed them out to the people all by yourself. And you said, have a blessed day. And you did that for 40 hours, both weeks. And then at the end of those two weeks, when you were supposed to, when you were expecting to get your paycheck in the mail or online, you didn't get anything. And he was like, how would that make you feel? And I was just like, I'd be pissed, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I was just like, I felt like I would would be like, I felt like I earned that, I deserved that. And that's what a wage is. It's something that you earn through your work. it's something, it, that money was what I earned for my service that I put through to Chick-fil-A. Um, and then the next word we're going into is sin. And so what is a sin? A sin is anything that's really against uh, God's holy character. It's anything that, like, turns us away from God. It's lying, stealing, adultery, any of that kind of stuff. Ten commandments, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not all that kind of stuff. Um, and it, it's the stuff that turns us away from God. Um, and then death, well, de- death in this context is um, a spiritual death. There's a physical death and a spiritual death. But a physical death is the thing that actually, like, you're dead in the grave. And that takes you either to heaven or hell. But a spiritual death is a death, like, internally in our soul that separates us from God as human, as man and God, as it sees on the board right there. Um, and so to recap with those three words for the wages of sin is death. And when you first read that, you're just like, I don't really know what that means. Like I, at least I was, but when you break it down with those three words and then you put them all together, it reads more like you've earned death in the eyes of God for the sin that you have and you can't like do anything about it as, as like, as a man. And then this is where you get to, like, the comma and the butt. But the gift, and this is the best part, the gift is something that we get from God. And so what is a gift? A gift is something that you are freely given by a friend, a family member, a anybody that loves you. Would your school bully come up to you on your birthday and be like, happy birthday. Here's a $20 gift card to Chipotle. No, they would punch you in the face, no. <laughs> um, but that's like what thats what our moms, our dads, our friends are for. They're there to love you and to they give you gifts. Um, they give you gifts all the time, either gift of happiness, a physical gift, anything that would count as a gift. And so then we get to eternal life. And eternal life is the opposite of death. It is the entirely opposite. And this was just two words ago in the verse. And so through eternal life, we now have a relationship with God because that's what an eternal life is. It's an eternal life after death with God in heaven eternally or forever. Um, In Christ Jesus, Christ Jesus was the Messiah. This was like, this is the sixth word. This is the last word. And so Christ Jesus is the Messiah. God's son sent down from heaven to die on the cross for our sins. Jesus was a perfect man among the sinful world who came to life, was hated by a lot of people, but he still found the good in it all. And he believed that he should die on the cross for our sins so that we could have a eternal life with God. And it says the same thing. It, it says basically the same thing in John three sixteen. Uh, we all know this verse for God, or for, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son for that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. We have to go through Christ to get to God. And then similarly in Ephesians, it says, God saved you by his grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it, because none of us did it. And so, recapping on the whole verse, we were so full of sin in our, in our, as a man, we were so full in sin, but only through Christ can we get to a new life that is eternal with Jesus and um, oh, sorry and so I don't know about you all but like, I've started to commit my life more and more to Jesus on a daily basis I've been reading my Bible more in the past like three weeks than I have in like probably almost my entire life I've uh, read through Romans, Ephesians, um, a bit of Proverbs now, um, but I know I'm committing my whole my whole life to Jesus, and I don't know about all of you. You may have known Christ for a week, you may have known him for a month, for decades even, um, but we all have a free ticket to heaven. Why not share it? We all have that free ticket into heaven. It's a one-way ticket, ticket there. You just got to do one thing. You just got to believe, and why aren't we sharing that with our friends, our family, our non-believers 24-7? There's um, there's a few lines in my favorite song right now that I listen to, um, and it's called I'll Witness It, and it's from Passion, um, the Passion Conference that we had our, earlier in the year in January, and um, the lines at the end of the song go, to the broken, I'll witness it. To the lost, I will witness it. To my family, I'll witness it. To my city, I'll witness it. And to the nations, I'll witness it. And so those really hit with me and I like want to do this more. I want to speak more. I want to evangelize more now that I know what it is. Um, We are exactly 40 days and 40 nights conveniently into the new year. What have you done so far as far wise as sharing the gospel? I want to challenge you this week or even this entire month, if as long as it takes, go out there and share it with a friend, share it with a coworker, share it with a family member, share it with somebody that doesn't know. I want you to come back next week to church and find me and tell me about the person that you shared it with. That goes for the people online. And that basically concludes my whole message, but I want like, I want to do this more, and I want there to be revival in this town. I don't know if you've heard about the stories of um, revival at Asbury Church, but they've been going on revival there with constant worship and messages for like the past almost week and a half now. It started two Wednesdays ago, and it has been going constantly, and it's just... It takes one person to start that, just to stay after for a little while, start singing some more, and it just builds like that. God works in so many wonderful ways. And so I'm going to end it now here, church, and so let's pray. God, I thank you for how you're working in everybody's life. I thank you for this wonderful, wonderful gift that you give us that we can share and share it to the masses. I want to encourage the people in this room to share your gift of eternal life with their friends, their family, their coworkers, anybody that they can find that is not, does not have a relationship with you. And I just pray on this, God, and in your name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen, thank you, Ethan. Amen, yeah, you can clap for that. It's funny because I was gonna mention that also as well. We've got a little bit of time here, um, so like 25 minutes. So we're gonna just sing for the next 25 minutes um, because at Asbury, that's exactly what they did. We're not going to, we have one song, but we could if you want to. Um, Because here's here's what happened over there. I I saw this video and this girl was there, she explained it. There was this kind of, there's this message it was kind of normal. Nothing was planned. I don't know if you've heard about it. Nothing was planned. They didn't have a week to to start a revival or anything, and they the guy preached this message and they let finished with a, with a song, and everybody went back to their classes. and There were a small few. Uh, a number, a small number of people that stayed in this chapel, and they just continued to worship, and then they continued or began to confess their sins, and um, some people started coming back. And the, the video that I saw with this girl, she said, "I went to my class, and I heard that people were still there, and so I left my class and I went back. And um, at the time she was sharing the video, they had been going for 120 hours straight." And so um, it was, and they were like, well, was this planned? Was this something that you guys prepared for? And um, she said, no, there was nothing planned. It was just that God chose to do something in the hearts of some young people. And it is still going on right now. That was two Wednesdays ago. And um, if God will grip the heart of some available people, which often a lot of times college students are the ones that are most available, right? But shame on us if we don't allow him to work in our lives, right? And be available to him. If God will grip the hearts of some available people. There's no, 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 uh, no telling what God can do. And There's no mistaking that it's God. And I'll tell you what, God's gripped his heart. He came to me. And said, I want to I share about how God has changed my life. Um, you know, I didn't ask him to do this. He made all of that stuff. Not to blow up, blow up his ego or anything, because I know he wouldn't want that. But God is working in his life. And God can do the same for you. It is not just an only a young person kind of a thing. And God laid it on his heart to challenge all of us to share the gospel. That's not something that just comes out of a senior, a 12th grader's, you know, goals. Right? That's something that God is doing. So I want to I invite you and challenge you to listen to what this guy said. I dare you to take him up on it. And uh, where's Sam? God did something awesome in that young man's life right there and is continuing to do it. And if God can take somebody out of what he came from, he can do it for any one of us, no matter what we're going through. And so I want to invite you, if if you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to invite you to do it. Even if you've been coming to church for a long time, if you've never invited him into your heart and your life to change you, he could change your life, change your name, change your purpose. So After we sing this song, I wanna invite you to come and talk to me. Come and talk to any one of uh, our leaders that'll be um, standing around here. We'd love to help you in that conversation. And if you are saved, if you are a believer, then I wanna invite you and challenge you to take this young man up on his challenge and share the gospel with somebody this week, this month, or more. 40 days and 40 nights into it, what have we done? That's a good challenge. So let's, let's stand and sing this last song. It's called Victory in Jesus because that is what God gives us in Christ. We were worms, we were a wretch, we were sinful, we were dead. And in Christ Jesus, he gives us life, amen? Let's sing this song to him. It might be a little different than you've heard it before, but see if you can, we can follow along together.
5: i heard an old old story how a savior came from glory how he gave his life Amen. What a good and mighty God we
0: serve. Let me close this out in prayer. God, we love you and we thank you so much for this wonderful day. We thank you for what you're doing in the hearts of these young people. I thank you for gripping their heart at an early age when they're listening to you. And I pray, Lord, that you will continue to grow them and speak to them and use them for the rest of their lives, for your glory and not ours, to build your kingdom, not ours. Lord, I pray that you would even convict us as we've heard from your word and heard uh, from your message to us that we should share the good news that Jesus can save us from hell and from death, from sin, and he can give us eternal life, a gift of grace and faith. Lord, I just pray that that will come to the world today. And this week, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you guys so much. Y'all are dismissed.